Hi, and welcome back to Hope Restored Lessons from the Storms. We appreciate you liking and subscribing to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform and on YouTube. We also appreciate you sharing this with your friends and inviting them to listen in as well. If you have any questions or comments, anything you'd like to talk about, prayer request, please write us at podcast at hoperestored.org. Today's podcast is titled Captain Kirk. Some of you know, many of you don't, that Susan and I foster dogs. Uh, Just one of the things that we do on the side in between deploying for disasters. And we went down to pick up a dog at the adoption agency uh, for foster. And they told us he's a little timid, a little afraid. But we got down there and they opened up the big kennel and they went in and he hid in a corner shaking with his tail tucked and his ears down. And they put a harness on him. And then they tried to move him, and he made a mess of himself. He was so afraid. And they drug him across the floor because he wouldn't walk. He wouldn't even stand. He wouldn't get to a sitting position. He was so scared. He was so just shaking so hard. So we picked him up, and we placed him in our car. We brought him home, and we made a kennel for him, a real nice bed and everything, and um, opened the doors on the kennel and put him on a a dog chain um, just to make sure he wasn't going to try to run away being as he was so scared. The minute we took our hands off him, he ran into the kennel, went to the the deepest part of the kennel that he could get, and tucked himself into the corner just as tight as he could be. I think this is an example that is like us. We hear the gospel, we hear the good news, a preacher or somebody tells us the good news and we resist. Sometimes we just downright laugh at it. But whatever we're doing, we're resisting. We don't want to go along with the program. We'd rather hide in our kennel. Stay in our sin. Stay in our little world and not something new, and we don't know what that means. Well, over time, the last few days, Kirk has started to eat again, which is really good. And he started coming out of his kennel. We've taken him off his dog chain, and he has full access to our yard. And he runs around the the raised flower bed in tight little circles. He's made a path now. And when Susan's outside, he, he will sit or lay within a couple feet of her, unless she looks at him or tries to to move toward, and then he runs off. And that's like us as we start to experience this call of Christ on our life. We go to church, or we're in a small group, or we hang out with Christians, and we hear these things, and we're okay being close to it, but boy, we sure don't want to engage yet. I'd like today to tell you that today is your day of salvation. I'd like today to let you know that Jesus Christ loves you so much that it's indescribable. He left heaven. He came to earth as a man. He was fully God and fully man. I can't explain it. And without sin, he died on a cross to pay for the sins of all mankind. You see, the Bible says that all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. The Bible also says that the penalty for sin is death, eternal death, a real hell, real fire and brimstone, real awful, real eternal. But Jesus paid that price. We can't earn it. We can't get our act together and clean ourselves up enough to be acceptable to Jesus. But we can agree with him that we are a sinner. We can agree with him that we have no way to be in relationship with him. We can agree with him that his sacrifice is enough. And we can ask him to become part of our life and to help us understand his lordship, his leadership in our life, and help us become like him and help us become a Christ follower. We call the whole process in churches salvation and sanctification.
which sounds great, I guess, if you're in the 15th, 16th, 18th century, I don't know. But nowadays, it, it just sounds almost confusing. So salvation is simply you're accepting Jesus' sacrifice and payment for the sins that you have committed. Instead of you going to hell, Jesus has already paid that price. But see, it's better than that. Salvation also means that you get to live in a personal relationship with God while we're still here on earth. People will say, well, all you have to do is believe in Jesus. And yeah, it is pretty much as simple as believing in Jesus, which is part of what makes it so hard. How can it be so simple? But belief is not just that simple thing of belief. The demons believe in Jesus. The Bible says that. But they're going to hell. So what does believe really mean? The simplest way to put it is to believe is to believe in, to rely on, and to cling to. That's really the gist of the word. So in my relationship with my wife, I believe in her. I believe that she loves me. I, I just believe everything in her. I believe in her. I rely on her. I rely on her to be my helpmate. She helps me think my way through things. She helps me get through tough times. She helps me rejoice when there are good times. I cling to her. I just want to go everywhere with her. I want to be with her all the time. We've only been married 40 years, and I know that I've been told that it'll get old and that I won't want to cling to her all the time, but for right now, I want to cling to her all the time. Well, it's the same thing as a relationship with Jesus. We want to believe in him. We want to believe that he died for our sins on a cross and that his resurrection paves a way for our personal relationship with him. We want to believe in him. We want to rely on him. We want to rely on Jesus to to establish that relationship with him, to forgive our sins, to send us the Holy Spirit to live inside us so that we can start the process of becoming Christ followers. See, salvation is the first step, and the next step is the rest of your life, and it's a whole bunch of steps, and it's becoming a Christ follower. We don't just arrive perfect with a simple prayer. And then clinging to. We cling to God in bad times, and we cling to him in good times as well. We don't get distracted by our prosperity or possessions, but rather we, we see Jesus and we see God in everything. Today is your day of salvation. Today is your day to get out of the kennel and to quit standing off on the edge to engage. Don't be Kirk, but right now, come close. Come close to the Lord and accept his free gift. If this is something you think you'd like to do, I'd like you to pray this prayer with me. Lord God, I agree with you that I'm a sinner. I can do nothing to please you or to earn my own salvation. I accept the gift of Jesus Christ dying on the cross for me and paying for my sin. Lord, I'm, I want to turn from my sinful ways, and I want to start becoming a Christ follower. Please, right now, save me. Send your Holy Spirit to live inside me, and let's start this journey together. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your kindness. If you've prayed this prayer, or if you have questions about this prayer, or if you just have questions in general about what the heck am I talking about, please feel free to write me at podcast at hoperestored.org and let's start a dialogue. If you don't want to write and you want to talk to somebody personally, my best, my best advice to you is find your local pastor and go talk to him and just press in on this relationship with Christ. That's all I have for today. So we'd like to say thank you again for tuning into this podcast for liking and subscribing on your favorite podcast platform and on YouTube, and for sending us your comments, questions, prayer requests at podcast at hoperestore.org. And until next time, 
blessings.